welcome back to another episode of the Lamb Talks. Um, I can't say why I have been absent. I feel like I say this anytime I start my podcast episode. But yes, I can't say. But in my defense, I also feel like I say in my defense a lot. But yeah, this proper introduction is just to say I'm happy that we had the election break because I prayed for it. I prayed for it since like last year. When it was in my school calendar that we would be coming back for a break and then upon all like it looked like there was not going to be a break but then you know god always comes true comes true for his baby yes i'm his baby anyways yes yeah, so i'm happy that there was a break an election break happened wasn't so happy that it got extended but yeah everything happens for a reason so i'm happy um and i think i'm happy about to record this episode is okay let me just give what this episode is about today so you let's imagine get your imaginative pictures ready so you know that situation whereby the director of a movie is taking is directing a movie and then like the whole scene didn't go as planned and all of that then they bring out that clapper and then they see scene one row one take two you get so this is my view this particular episode is just about my view on the nigerian elections of 2023 february and march but more on february because by march i had lost momentum like mentally i was no longer there for the election i just wanted it to be done and dusted so yeah so this is nigerian decides 2023 row one i'm trying to remember what the other one is called but row one think is no but just know it's row one so it's rule one sin one take two action so nigeria decides <laughs> yes um in as much as i was hyped for this election i was hyped for the election i feel like it didn't disappoint i also felt like it disappointed but in my point of view yeah it was what i think i thought it should be not like it was what I wanted, but I kind of like knew that this was how I was going to go. Not that I lost faith or hope or anything, but yeah. So um, another thing I'm grateful for about this election was that is that everything is relative to it now. So basically, everything and anywhere you are right now at they related to the election. I'm back to school now from the election break, and then basically every class I've had has had a reason to relate it relate the election basically i started for complaining that not complaining per se hinting the fact that we are behind schedule there's always this reference of how the election plays or how we lost hope or something so it's really practical that i got to experience this election i was really hyped for it and i think i saw what i wanted to see and then i've i cannot say i tasted i have tasted old fruit then uh no what i'm trying to say here right now is that the views i'm going to pass are personal views deduce on your own terms but try not to quote me because in a class i had this week my lecturer made clear to us that we should note that we do not know the law yet so since i don't know the law and what the election should be I'm still learning, that's why I'm in law. That's why I'm studying law in college, in university. 
I can't make particular claims or defend particular statements. So what I'm doing here is just the lessons I took from Nigerian Decides 2023, February and March edition. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm taking here. So I can't make a stand because I don't know the exact stand on the law. So until I do, I can only make passive, possible passive statements and comments. Hence, this episode, Nigerian Decides 2023, take two. to make mentions of the celebrations we had in March that I I noted Mm-mm, I didn't note this is just a big shout out to every woman in the world it was International Women's Day on the 8th of March and it was digital and that was the theme of the IWD of 2023 I just want to tell every woman that you're strong you're beautiful you're making it even though it doesn't look like you are, but like the fact that you wake up and you show up every day and you're doing everything that you're doing, you're doing it, my love. You're just doing it. So do not lose hope. Do not lose faith. Just be there, okay? Just be there. Like, wake up and show up. That's the dream. That's the goal. That's the drive. And yeah, it was also Mother's Day. So happy birthday to... <laughs> Why did I say happy birthday? But yes, thank you to every mother. To, yes, happy birthday to every woman that was ever birthed. Thank you. Because you're first a daughter, you're then a sister, then you're a wife, and then you're a mother to a grandmother, to even a great-grandmother, by the time God process, by the time God allows, and then you're a friend. So thank you for doing what women do, for being a mother, for being a source of enlightenment to children, to husbands, to friends, to the male gender. Thank you. Thank you for all that you do. And I pray that God continues to give us the proper direction to lead as mothers. So to every mother, to every mother who has lost a child, you are still a mother, we promise you. And I pray that there are people around you to let you know that you're a mother. And then to every would-be mother, to every expectant mother, to every budding mother, yes, thank you for being a great mother. Thank you for being a mother figure. We love you. Thank you. This dedication is read to you by the Lamb Talks. Bye. Uh, Nigerian decides, yeah. Uh, first of all, let's say hi and thank you to Erda Ugunira Omolewa. You know why. And to Ibido, my love, thank you. This guy is kind of pointed it out to me that I hadn't released my podcast this month. So, yes. This is the podcast as promised. So yeah, the first one I'm going to take is, you know, I did see this with what I learned from Nigerian Decides 2023. So first one is definitely going to be about trust. Uh, yeah, let's take it like this. Every man for himself, yeah. Every man can only talk for himself. And the only person you can actually trust is God. In the words of Kendrick Lamar, I think it's in loyalty. Yeah, it's not, it's not humble. Um, trust is going to get you cured. It's going to be the death of you and me. Yes, trust is a really tricky word. And people say trust as in, they toss the word trust everywhere. Anywhere and everywhere. And anyhow, you can literally only say what you know. Like, you can only basically defend yourself. Because as a person, when you say you trust this person or you're giving, like, you're satisfied that this is what's going to work because this person is standing in for you or this person is standing by you 
you actually can't just attest to it. There's just this presumption that, oh, this person would do it for me. So basically, anything you're going to do, politics, life, business, relationships, like, you know, relationships, <laughs> but to an extent in relationships, you can basically only stand for yourself and what you know. You can only defend you, yourself, your thoughts, your actions, your inactions, and, and basically your speech. In relation to this election, yeah, I watched or noticed that in places where you would have expected the turnout to be A, B became the, the manifestation, if you get what I mean, but I'm pretty sure you get what I mean. And then another thing is that even trusting you as a person or an individual is tricky because for the benefit of the doubt, you can only defend defend what you think you know. Because at one point, it's still like, say, I'm doing this, or you're campaigning or convincing for this person. And then all of a sudden, you get there. It's only what you know you've done that you've done. So in my scenario, what I'm painting now is that imagine I was convincing or campaigning or like hitting the rocks for a particular person. And then I get there. You don't know that even after I have said A or Z about this particular person, I may get there and put F. I'm trying not to call names or be specific about the situations. And yes, please try not to think, I have a candidate, I had a candidate. And if yay be yay, whatever happened, happened. So yes. But in light of what I'm saying, yeah, you can only know what you're going to do at that point. Like, get into that police station or get into that voting center or get into that point where you get to it. You're only going to trust yourself because... You can't see. Um, on trust again, I think I'm going to say something about don't believe you do it yourself. If you notice that you've done something <laughs> that you couldn't believe you did, just tell yourself it is done. Now we blow bubbles and fight crimes. Uh, my second would be, um, this is also in relation to what's going on in my space right now. So it's camping season. I'm going to sing this part. It's camping season and all the candidates be needed. Lord. So as a, it's, kind of, it's camping season for me in school, for us in school, for myself, people in school, that's about, yes, I attend the prestige Harvard prototype in Africa, Afebabalola University, Adwikiti. So yes, it's camping season for us here. And then yesterday, someone posted, you say funny thing about campaign, all of you will not be nice. <laughs> so I feel that one thing, okay, also in relation to the Nigerian election, I just noticed. One thing we should always know is that power, um, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts, absolutely. So in my light of understanding, I believe that <sighs> if you run for a position, yeah, this is not to shade anybody. I love, I love anyone. I don't, I don't know how to say this. But what I mean is that if you run for a particular position and you feel you can do it again, fine, go. But in a situation whereby you're just going there for the need of it, sorry, not for the need, yes, when I say for the need of it, it's not for the need of others now. It's for you to just like make yourself known or publicize yourself or just to be on the right of politics and right of power or fame. Please learn to step down so that other people can like step in. And I'm not saying this because, you know, I'm saying this because. It needs to be said. Yeah, some people tend to run. Like, I know people like power. People who like who doesn't love power. It's, it's intoxicating and all of that. 
But yeah, people also need to be there. Other people need to like work. Other people need to see that it's not all rose and lovely. Even roses have turned. It's not like all push and sweet. Like there's the hard work part. There's a part where you need to cry. There's a part where you need to like see people, talk to people. See, just let other people enter. If for all reasons you believe that you're the good candidate and you're going to work, then no other person in that particular field is going to work as you work, then fine. Let your yay be yay. And when you get there, let your yay continue to be yay. Like, do not switch your yay to nay like, after they've put you there. And my own point, aside from like, campaign season in school, for me, it was for this governorship election, all of it. So for the governorship election, yeah, um, what I noticed... Or oh, I took down, and I kept on saying the lot. Not basically directed to the governor or anything. It was that a lot of these people have been in power. There's a particular person, yes. He has been a governor for his state for up to eight years. And when it was time for him to leave, he was still causing commotion. And then come to it, you're still running for Senate. Like, how do I explain? See, another thing is that these people are parents. I know, I understand. But you know the beautiful thing about Nigeria? Every person who has been in power still eats a godfather amount on that particular position where they, where they sat. So in my point of view, I mean, if you're still going to eat the share of a godfather, like, let other people run. See, I don't support godfatherism, but I do godfatherism. It's not like I support it, but like, it's something we've made peace with. But in my point of view now, what I mean is that if you've been a governor, why go back to sit and see? I'm not shitting anybody. I just feel that... Okay, I just feel that if you've done it, why go again? Like, see, I don't know how to say this, but in my point of view, what I'm trying to say is that if you've done up seat, like, stop sitting, like, let other people sit. Make people understand that power is power, like, we just keep on rotating it. So, in relation to having sat in a governance house or a governorship house for like eight years, you just keep on rotating and switching seats just to sit in power. And that, I don't think, is, like, nice. But, yeah, you know, people have different views. Another thing on this particular point I learned was um, comments are not votes, yeah? We love what I mean is that when you hear a comment, it's not a vote. Whether it's the negative or the positive one, it is not a vote. Anytime you hear a comment, my love, it is not a vote. Comments are basically, see, A could be in support of Z. And A will make a comment that will negate Z. But in the eye of someone else, it will support Z. See, I've said I'm not going to use party names or use individuals. So what I mean is that, Whichever comment you get during an election, be it negative or positive, just know that it is not a vote. It is just a passing statement. Because you see and you hear, you're like, oh, okay, we're a lot on this train. And then you get there and the day of the result, and you're like, bro, what the? What is it like? Is this what we, is this what we gathered? Like, was this information we were getting? So I think for anyone running for political position, I'm going for a seat for anything. I think you should know that whenever you hear a comment, take it take it into consideration, but don't take it to heart. That's what I mean. So when you hear, if it's a bad thing, try to correct. If it's a good thing, build on it. But know that comments are not votes. They are just statements that people make to um people make to 
sensitize or instigate. So comments are not good. Another one I took down was on get ready to be offended. Place of power is sweet, yeah, but you don't expect everybody to love you. You shouldn't expect everybody to love you. You should expect to hear horrible things. See, I don't support hate, yeah. I also don't support spoiling people's name. I don't support lies. Like, if you're going to talk about a person, don't lie. Okay? If you're going to try to, like, don't lie. Don't spoil the person's image because after that particular position of power that they are applying for, they have lives to attend to. They have families they have to go back to. So try not to spoil a person's image because you're trying to support another person. That's just that's my that's just my two couple. So you get ready to be offended and try not to not even try. Get ready to be offended and do not retaliate or lose faith. First, by the time you retaliate, you begin to a position of violence and threat. I don't lose faith because by the time you lose faith on the first on the first offense somebody will commit against you in relation to your politics, you're going to lose it because a lot of people are going to get you offended. Yeah. And then campaign to everyone, even those that have their candidates and the ones that don't have their candidates, you just might convince them that you're the right person. So moving on to my next point. My next point, <laughs> yeah, is something I have said before. So I used to say, or I used to convince myself that it's better late than never. But to this time, it's not that I'm contradicting what I said. I'm just saying that we need to see that statement again. So if we don't get it right now, better late than never would take forever to play. <laughs> So I don't know why I laugh or why I laughed. But yes, if we don't get it right now, better late than never will take forever to play if you get it, you know. But see, the goal is that it's surely, but at this point, it's slow. So slowly but surely, we'll get to where we want to be as a country. But I think we should take into consideration. I don't think... We should take into consideration the things that played, the things we noticed, the things we heard, the things we saw happen. Like, like I earlier stated, I do not support violence. On what guys should you promote violence in state of you're trying to push for your candidates to win? Bro, you're making it unsafe for every other person. Like, it means that the day that something should go wrong in the government house or somewhere and then you people are not happy maybe even within yourself that means even me in my house i should be scared because you're bound to release talks on me and this is not in relation to any state this is just to the fact that violence should not be supported violence should not be upheld. like why would you <sighs> nothing particularly happened to me but seeing the video and okay yes people will say because social media made things worse but please the sight of gore is enough to send someone reeling and back. Like, why make the election process or why make the whole situation of choosing the leader that will lead all of us? Why make it gruesome? Why make it terrible? Why make it fearsome? Like, why put instill fear in people? Like, we all own the state. This is not in direction to anybody. I have made the disclaimer a lot of times in this particular audio because I'm trying to avoid somebody coming for me or anybody coming for me. In all relations, let's be honest, 21st century, millennial, Zs, Gen Z, whatever you want to say, you shouldn't believe that the presence of violence should support you. At what age, at what stage, if we're all shouting, um, and what's it called? 
Sir, um, if we're all against racism or not for racism, like we're basically against violence. Like you came out that time of NSAS and you said this and said that. So why right now would you reinstate the 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 concept of violence? But yeah, yeah, let me just <laughs> end it there. So uh in relation to better late than never should take shouldn't take forever to plead. I mean that we should take the corrections now so that they start taking effect and so that they can be sown and embedded into the roots of our system. If it's the root of the legal system, the academic system, the political system, the financial system, whatever system it is, whatever corrections we take, we note, I feel like we should begin to grow and work on them. They shouldn't just be stated and then be left yet to say, because you see, you see something now, and then in the next four, five, ten years, someone else will be reinstated, and you'll be like, this would just say this thing. So whatever corrections we've taken down or we've noted, I think we should implement it and let it work. Yeah, my next point, yes. My next point is my fear. So I love the law. Make no discrimination about that. The law is the most amazing thing I have met if that makes sense, it does make sense. The law is there to protect, to secure, to make situations, like make preferable situations, to make preferable solutions to situations that arise or may arise. So the law is proactive in every sense, you know. But now, this is my fear. This be the law, yeah? But my fear, which I can't say out loud, it's the judiciary. <laughs> and that's weird because it's the last hope of the common man, yeah? Because if we, if who we expected to be independent could see, not that I'm saying whatever is assumed to be happened, happened. But if we were not even afforded the, the chance to see and say that this thing was as independent, free and fair, as we thought it would be or as we expected it to be. That's to say that the person we thought to be independent was not independent. What makes you think, <laughs> like I said, this is my personal point of view. What makes me think that that last hope of the common man will still play so bad to be the last hope of the common man? And if that's actually the case, Oma, you don't be for me, my cause, and my passion. Mm-mm. Don't misquote me, yeah. Like I see and I've always said, politics is a dirty game, but it is really interesting. I just know that the law is just going to be sane and safe, hopefully, because everybody can see and quote it. But yeah, make no mistakes, the law is true and sane, and it will probably, you know, it would have and prefer a probable, 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 <laughs> I'm trying to say it in new that it makes sense, a probable explanation for all that went down it will give a probable explanation for it all that's the law and nothing more pretentious yeah but my fear that i got from this election was that anyone can be bought no matter your position like normally you see when that when we play that game um if someone to it makes you eat hair soup please let me not say hair soup that's hairy dangerous shit, stuff Let's say someone tells you to do something tricky that you know you normally have not done, but then the the price of the money is like a hundred grand US dollars. 
He said, we're tempted to do it. So I, I can now see that everybody and anyone can be bought. But I do not support that at the extent of you selling, selling a whole lot of other people that are not involved with eating of your benefits. That is where I would drop my two couple on that. So yes, that was what I took down. That was that particular fear that anyone can be bought or paid for. Not that I said someone is being bought or was bought. But at this point, just know that. If you think you have a stand, they can buy your stand. Like anybody can buy your stand. Anybody, like once the person is affording it, like once the person can afford it, just know that anybody can be bought. That takes me back to the first point trust no one but God. So, in everything, just put your faith back in God because God won't fail you. Unless, yes, He will fail you. So, unless it is not your cake to eat. Yes. Unless it is not a milocon, that is, unless it is not your tone, God will give it to you. Yeah, I learned that emilocons. See, I heard the emilocons like before all that time. Like, it was during the election period, and now, like, heard emilocons. See, in my two cents, yeah, emilocons is a statement, it is my turn. See, I can say emilocons in my point of view that God, it is my turn. Oba, king, my lord, my love. Emilocons, it's my turn. But what I will not support is emilocons on the national cake. I do not have any disregard against anybody. These people are old enough to be my fathers. Yes, my fathers. Let me just see. Maybe grandfather, but definitely my father. So, yes, and they've been all good people, good persons. They've played a lot in. See, you won't see anything. Just go and check where they stood or where they stand or wherever they've been placed. They've laid lives, they've touched lives, they've made impacts. That's why you see people coming out for them. But what I will not excite is. On your national cake. On your national cake means that everybody eats. But I understand the part that it should be your turn to like help or to exert. But it shouldn't be that. It shouldn't be it shouldn't be something you believe is a right. It could be a statement. But when you incite it as a right. So this is not particular to this line your election. To any place where you are, or any place where you play, or wherever any place you see yourself at, don't think that see. Even if it has been promised to you, if you can't show workings for it, don't say me look on it. Now my turn, everybody should concur. Uh-uh. Put down workings, put down something, let people see. So that's why I feel that when he look on, said he look on. He probably had his stand because he could say he had worked. But for every other one of us in person, in my point of view, and in my understanding, like I said, like I earlier stated, my point of view, look on as a statement is. It is my turn. Like, I want, like, I cannot have it. But whether you see that you're working for a lot of people, don't just come and tell them you look on. So that means with, I don't swear, but that means to hell with your desires, to hell with what you want to see. So if anyone's going to use that statement, please use it respectfully, like, respectfully that you're explaining that you believe that now you can work. Like, you can, you believe that now, if you, you are instated there, you do it well. But don't come and give us that explanation that. Eh, it is my bet, right? Or it has been promised to me. Or this is what I want. You get the point. So yes, that is my look. Then my last point. Social media is not a poison. I said this in my last episode. But it's a bliss for escaping. Thank you, social media. And thank you for every social network, every media house. You guys were amazing. You were carrying us back to back, giving it to us as in the hot. I write AIT. Yeah, that meme that came out. I was on I write an AIT back to back. Like 
Normally, let's say we had a movie to watch. I would, <laughs> I write an AIT back to back. If Arise was doing a break, I'll be on AIT. If AIT wasn't giving me what I wanted, I'd go to Arise. Like, just shuffling the stations back to back. So, yes, a big shout out to them that did their jobs. You guys were amazing. To every INEC official, thank you. To every INEC um, youth couple that was on the ground, thank you. Thank We thank God for your lives too. For those we lost, I pray that we are comforted in our hearts and our spirits. And I'm grateful to God for how the election went down or went out. But yeah, back to my social media is not a polling zone. So yes, social media is not a polling zone, yeah? But it's a place for escaping. People come to social media to air their ways and air their dirty laundry. So yes, whatever you take from social media is at your own peril. So if you're seeing something and it's like in support, just know that at the back of your head, at the back of your mind, whatever you wear, wherever the back is that you think or you used to reason, Know that you are seeing what you won't see, yeah. The main thing is still going to happen to lose faith, you're on your own. Keep faith is best for you. But at this point, wherever you see on social media, just know that we are all a bunch of people with our own point of view. So don't you ever say you this is this and this is that. Because social media will deceive you. In my point of view, I saw everything going straight and smooth. Maybe I was seeing what I wanted to see. And I was hearing what I wanted to hear. And like I said, there's always going to be something to instigate or sensitize or to support or to delicit something, Sha. So, so there's always something for A to support and negate A. There's always something for B to support and negate B. That's what social media does for us. So I think it's best you sieve and sift what you hear. Sieve, sift, and apply what you want to hear. That's basically what I learned. So basically, there were five things I learned. First one was on trust. Second one was on um, campaigning and the whole electioneering process. The third one is on making corrections. The fourth one is on the law, the law. And the fifth one is on social media. That was basically what I took from this whole election thing. So yeah, uh, that was basically a wrap. Like I earlier said, thank you for every social media house that went on with it. Thank you for every social media personality that was involved. Ah, social media personalities. I end my case here. But thank you for all of you that were involved and you carried us along and you supported us and you were encouraging us and you were, you know, you know, those of us that was our first time to come out first. <laughs> I said, those of us, I'm not part of you guys because, you know, you know, we know this just. But thank you for everyone that came out to vote. I'm happy that those of us that are alive are still alive. I do pray that God comfort those of us that lost a person or lost a soul. But we do pray that the next election be better than this. And yes, Gen Z or all of us that lost hope. In the electioneering process, like I said, slowly but surely, let's see, I'm saying this because I'm also talking to myself, because I had earlier stated in this episode that by March, governorship election, gubernatorial election, I had lost momentum. I did not even want to know what was going on. I just did not want to... I just did not want to be involved. But yeah, I went back and I sat down. And that was like one of the results of um of the low turnouts some election um governorship election so i think one thing we should know is that if we don't get to it the first time we don't get to it the second time if we lose hope we're just going to put the country at the worst state or put ourselves in the worst state so go again go again harder show up put more effort don't like your efforts were not recognized they were all recognized but we shouldn't lose we shouldn't lose it at the first dance yeah so this is a wrap of my podcast episode on Nigerian Decides Take 2. 
this is also the last day in the month of March, and I said I was going to be releasing twice in a month. <laughs> but yeah, I will do it. I've promised myself I will do it. So there's going to be another episode soon. What should I lose hope, lose faith, lose trust? I see. I have clearly said that word trust again, losing. But you know what I mean. And yeah, my catchphrase from this election period was, or is. The incurable optimist. So if you notice, I just played the incurable optimist now. And I feel we should all be the incurable optimist. Because I feel that by the time we're spreading plus, 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 and positives everywhere, even the negative begins to shade away. Or move away. Anyways, thank you for listening. Another episode will be out soon, I guess. No, I promise. I really promise. So do follow at The Lamb Productions on Instagram, Twitter, and on Spotify. Please follow us at The Lamb Talks on Spotify. We are now available on any podcast app that you prefer to listen to. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell an enemy. (laughs) But yeah, have a nice new trimester of 2023. Trimesters are three months. So we've just finished the first trimester of 2023. Oh, and light of that... Let's not forget our goals, our dreams, our vision boards for 2023. I know that it might be going as planned, and it also could not have been going as planned. But don't lose, don't lose feet. Your goals, your dreams, your aspirations for the year are still valid. We're just in the first trimester. We just finished the first trimester. Go again harder. Wake up, show up, do it. Like Take the steps. Pray. Pray, my love. Pray, 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 pray. Hear from God, ask people, do research, talk to the right, talk to the right people. They always get you there. Have the p- p- connections, pray again, pray. But yeah, don't lose hope on whatever it is that you set for the year. There's still a pretty to December. I hope your January to March was it. If it wasn't it, I'm praying that the April through to December be it. So yeah, have a nice new trimester of 2023 i hope that april may and june be more amazing than the first and yeah you can send me reviews on any of the podcasts you've listened to i'd love to hear a review of this one please do not come for me i beg you in the name of god i love you uh i appreciate that you listen i appreciate that you tell your friends your enemies please don't have enemies but yeah that you tell everybody or you tell people I even recommend you to the nearest person beside you about the lamb talks. It means a lot to me. I love you. I'm loving light. This is the lamb talks episode of Nigerian Decide Stick 2. Action. <laughs> Brought to you by the Lamb Productions. Bye. Take care.